A successful retirement plan begins with assembling the right set of tools. Finding the proper ones for the job will allow you to drill down on your goals and nail down your future. Scott Searles, certified wealth strategist and owner of Skybox Financial Group, constructs retirement plans for clients every day and will share that knowledge and insight with you. It's time to open the retirement toolbox and get to work. It's time for another Retirement Toolbox podcast. Walter Storholt alongside Scott Searles, financial advisor, president of Skybox Financial Group. Find us online at skyboxfinancialgroup.com. We'll give you other ways you can get in touch with Scott as we go through the program today. Uh, You can always check the description of the show as well to get in touch. Scott, looking forward to today's show as we talk about some counterintuitive advice. You would probably expect us to say why you should invest your money in something like a 401k. But today we're going to give mm-hmm. you reasons why you should not invest in a 401k. So we're flipping that upside down and see when is it not a good fit for you. We're also going to answer a great question from one of our listeners. Doug is on deck today and just got a raise at work, which is great. But he's wondered about some of the implications of that. So we're going to dive into that conversation as well. And we'll get to know Scott with a fun question of the episode, non-financial, uh, a little bit later on as well. Before we dive into all that, Scott, what's going on in your world? You know what? It's just, it's a busy summer. Summer has turned out to be quite busy between my daughter's travel across trips and practices and stuff I'm just trying to get done and vacations. I mean, it just seems like there's a lot of stuff going on this summer. You're going to blink and it's going to be over. So you know, I know. Me- mentally prepare yourself for that. I know. But Better busy uh, than bored though, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I like getting works busy and I just, uh, you know, just keep moving and moving and moving. Get a little time to relax on that patio out back. There you go. Yes, definitely make some time for that. We realized that the other day, too. We were, like, all over the place, and then we kept coming back from all these excursions and going, you know, it kind of would have been just nice sitting back here and looking at the view and enjoying the warm air and just chilling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah like, nothing wrong with that every once in a while, right? carve some time out for that, you know? Um, yeah. So I'm going to start putting it on our calendar and be like, all right, here's what we're doing. Uh, the plan for this weekend, no plan. Sitting right here, reading a book, looking out over the vista. So, all right. We'll see We'll see how that works out. Let's see if we can hold each other accountable to that. That's right. See how it goes. Well, let's dive into this counterintuitive advice. I'm intrigued by today's conversation. And don't get us wrong as you listen to the show today. In many cases, that 401k is going to be your best investment vehicle offering all sorts of benefits. We've talked about this in previous shows before. Tax advantages in a lot of cases. Often you're getting a 100% return on some of your contributions, otherwise known Mm -hmm. as an employer match, right? Um, But it is important to recognize that it might not always be the uh, optimal choice for everyone or in all circumstances. So we're going to have a little bit of a thought-provoking episode here as to why someone should not invest in a 401k. And we've got seven reasons to explore here, Scott, and I'm interested in getting your thoughts on these. Absolutely. So number one is if you don't have an emergency fund, then a 401k may not be right for you. Why would that be a qualifier? Well, so a lot of the times I have people come in the office and 
99% of all the money they've saved is in their 401k plan. Then anytime they need money for anything, whether it's, you know, they got a surprise bill or they got, you know, they have to make a home repair, they have to take money out of that retirement plan, which generates a tax liability for them. And you, when you're in retirement and you're on Social Security, that's going to make your Social Security taxable and end up paying even more taxes. And it just starts to become this domino effect. So you definitely need to have money saved outside for an emergency fund. You have to be able to grab money that's just in the bank. Now money markets are paying pretty decent. You can get a 5% money market. So I think having that emergency fund, if and I recommend this to people a lot, is if they're maxing out their 401k plan or they're putting you know, 10, 12% in or whatever it is, and they don't have an emergency fund money in the bank, I tell them, you should probably scale that back, take that extra cash and build up your bank account. Oh, that's a big one, yeah. So don't, don't go diving into that 401k. You can see that one applying to a lot of young people until you have that emergency fund set up. And that's, that's a big one. Mm-hmm. If your employer doesn't match contributions, so you're just saving into the 401k, but you're not getting any of those employer matches, would mm-hmm. that be a reason why you should not invest in that 401k? Well, so this is a little bit of a tricky one. Whenever an employer is giving you a match, whether it's dollar for dollar in your first 3% or 50 cents on the dollar to six, or whatever way they structure it, you want to put that money in to at least get that company match because that's free money. So you don't want to leave that on the table. So if they're matching you dollar for dollar, you want to put that money in up to that 3% or 4 or whatever it is because that's free money. You don't want to leave that on the table. It becomes trickier if your employer doesn't match at all. It is easy to save in the 401k plan having that money come out of your out of your paycheck. It makes it super easy. But there's also other options outside. You don't have to use the 401k plan, at least from that employer match standpoint, at that point in time. That's a really good one. And to notice and recognize the nuance in that one, for sure. If you are swimming in debt, that might be another sign that the 401k is not right for you in the moment? Yeah, you got to get that You got to get that debt under control. And if you think about it, credit card debt, which is the worst, you know, they could be charging you 25 29% every year on that money that you owe. And if you don't you know, take care of that, no matter what your 401k is earning, it's probably not consistently earning 29% every year. So you're actually kind of going backwards. So you gotta get that debt straightened out. You gotta get that debt paid off. And I'm not saying you don't, you know, not put anything in the 401k. Maybe it's maybe up to that match because that's free money that you don't wanna leave on the table. Nothing above that. And if you're really you know, tight, even giving up on that match to get that debt paid down, because like I said, you know, there, there's, you know, that, that's expensive, expensive debt that's just going to keep building. You got to get that taken care of and you got to prioritize that. Yeah, I think that's huge. It's a really big one. All right, three down so far. A couple more to go as we talk about reasons why you might want to either hit pause on investing in a 401k or why just period. It might not be right for you. Would be if you're worried about future tax increases. Now, that doesn't mean if you're worried about future tax increases, boom, don't invest in a 401k. It's another one of those that maybe has some nuance, I'm guessing. Well, yeah, if you put an asterisk next to this one, because you can invest in the 401k plan 
but you can use the Roth portion of the 401k plan. You can put a lot more money into the Roth 401k plan than you can in just a regular Roth IRA. And all that money grows tax-free. The kicker here, though, is you need to realize that when you put that money in the Roth, that money is going to be taxable to you on your W-2 at the end of the year. So if you made 100 grand and you put 10 grand into the Roth, you're going to get a W-2 for 100 grand. If you had put 10 grand into the 401k, the regular pre-tax IRA portion, you'd get a 1099 for 90,000. But the key here is that that Roth is going to grow tax-free. You're going to pay on the seed and your harvest is going to be tax-free. As opposed to the regular 401k, you don't pay on the seed but you pay on the harvest later on when it's a lot more money. So think of it like this. If you put 10 grand into that IRA, into the regular pre-tax 401k, that money, you, you don't pay taxes on it now. But if that 10 grand grows into 50, you're going to pay taxes on $50,000 at possibly higher tax rates in the future. When you start thinking about that, it doesn't necessarily make a lot of sense. It's an easy place to save, but maybe using that Roth portion for part of your contributions might work out better in your situation based on your tax rate and where you're at right now compared to paying taxes on that later on in the future. Oh, that's huge. Yeah, really good to express those nuances of that particular item. So thanks for the clarification there. Yes, an asterisk behind, uh, beside number four, <laughs> no doubt about it. Yes. Uh, if you no longer work at the company where you had the 401k, that might also be a reason why you no longer want to invest or continue that 401k. Yeah, there's not much advantage if you don't work there anymore. And in most cases, you can't even contribute to the 401k if you're not working there anymore. So you know, there's a lot of other places to invest, a lot of better options that give you a lot more flexibility and a lot more investment choices than your 401k is going to at work. So if you're not working there, you don't necessarily need to be putting any money into there, if you even can. That one's short and sweet, very easy. Uh, number six, if you might need the money before retirement, then you might not want to invest it in a 401k because you could be subject to withdrawal penalties. Yeah, and this also kind of leads back to that emergency fund. And when, when I talk to people and they've accumulated all or most of their money in their 401k plan, a lot of the times I'll say, hey, we should maybe stop 401k contributions and start building money outside of that retirement account. Because let's say you're, you're 55 years old and you want to retire. Well, you can't take money out of that 401k or IRA without paying taxes and getting it and also getting a 10% penalty on that money. So the reality is that you might want to build up money outside so you can retire earlier and use that money to help fund your retirement. Then also think about it if you're using money that's outside of that 401k plan when you take a withdrawal you don't pay taxes on that money because it's already been taxed. So it's not going to increase your tax return at all, your income on your tax return. Thus, maybe you have room to do some Roth conversions or something like that on the remaining 401k balance. But in some cases, you know, you're going to want to build up that money ahead of time, have it outside in case you want to retire early or you need money that is not going to go on your earned income when you take a withdrawal out of that account, not your earned income, your income. 
Yeah, it's a really good point, I think, on that one, Scott. Last but not least, counterintuitive advice, why you should not invest in a 401k. And this last one to discuss would be if you have concerns about the structure of the plan. This is probably something where you're starting to get into the details or the nitty and gritty. What kinds of things might somebody have a problem with when it comes to kind of just general structure of plans? Yeah, every 401k is different. They're going to have different investment options, different fee schedules, different uh, loan rules, you know, different rebalancing rules. They're all going to be a little bit different. So if your plan has a lot of restrictions or doesn't have really good investment options, that may be something that you say, hey, I would rather take my money and invest that somewhere else so that I don't have to have, you know, those limitations or those investment choices or the higher fees or whatever is associated with that plan. All right, very good. So those are some of the reasons why you would not want to invest in a 401k. If one of those strikes a chord with you and you want to have some further discussion about it with Scott, talk a little bit more about your specific situation, don't ever hesitate to reach out. You can reach Scott by going online to talkwithscott.net. And you can schedule a time to visit there. Again, talkwithscott.net. We'll link to that in the description of today's show. And you can also call Scott if you prefer that way, 888-742-0111. Ask a few questions on your mind. See if you'd be a good fit to work together. 888-742-0111 is that number. Up next, it's time to get to know Scott a little bit better. It's getting to know you time. Our getting to know you question on today's episode has to do with the rest of your life, Scott. If you had Mm. to live for the rest of your life in one place that you've traveled to before, okay, so you can't pick a new place you've never been. You have to have traveled there before. And you can't be where you currently live. Okay. Where would it be? Boy, that's a tough one, right? Because, you know, I haven't been, you know, as many places as I'd like to be. But I love Florida and I love the beaches. But it's too hot in the summer, and the traffic is not real good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I like Florida, but I think there's too many disadvantages. I, I also like Arizona, you know. So maybe it, it might be Arizona. Uh, I, you know, I do like Texas too, and it doesn't get quite as hot down in there. You know what? I'm going. I'm going with Austin, Texas. That's really? where I'm going. Okay. Great barbecue, great music, weather's nice. I talked to somebody in Austin yesterday, actually, and they said it was 106. <laughs> All right. Well, they are going through a little heat spell, okay? All right. I mean, just you know, I just want you to be aware. <laughs> yeah, but hey, no, I, I think I think I, I think I go Austin, Texas. I don't know if my wife would go for that. She's not, you know, she never wants to move to Florida because she's afraid she's going to get eaten by an alligator. Oh, and it, nice. Yeah, and you know, in Arizona, you get scorpions, and and uh, you know. <laughs> Texas, you got snakes. So the, 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 I was gonna say the rattlesnakes in Texas don't yeah, bother her. Yeah. yeah, no, I don't. I I don't know if she would go for any of those places. But if it were me, I'm just going Texas. I oh man, I love it. All right, interesting choice. I would not have thought yeah. that one, but okay. See? You better be right on the water if you're gonna live with that. Right, right, and, and this is realistic, so I can't afford the house I want right on the water. So. Right. Right, yeah. All right, well, very good. Well, thanks for playing along. Um, yeah. I, I, I feel, not to offend anyone from Texas, but I feel depressed with your answer. I thought there could be something more <laughs> exciting there. So. So, well, Austin's a cool place from what I've heard, though. So yeah, it is fun. You did at least have it. a lot to do in a cool, a cool area. Mm-hmm. All right, well, uh, let's get to our mailbag portion of the program. We've got a good question coming in from Doug. It's time for the mailbag. We want to hear from you. 
Okay, so Doug says, I just got a raise at work. Congratulations, Doug. He says, this is great. Uh, Only downside is that I now make too much to put money into my Roth this year. Hmm. I liked having that tax-free growth in the Roth, but now that it's off the table, where should I invest that money instead? You know what? That is a very good, very good question, Doug. And you know what? I... Part of the thing here is that, yes, we want to make those Roth contributions, and there are limitation rules to make your contribution in the Roth. If you have over a certain amount of income, you know, that you are not able to. And and it starts to phase out for a married couple at 218000 and then it completely phased out at 228000 and it's less for single. But you can still contribute to the Roth portion of your 401k. It sounds like you're still working. And you can actually put in even more than you could on a Roth on your own with those limitations. And there's no limitations on the 401k at work. So if they have the Roth option, you can put up to $22,500 in there out of your paycheck. And if you're over age 50, you can put another $7,500 in. So you can basically put $30,000 a year into your Roth with no income limitations doing it through the 401k plan. But that does assume that your company has the Roth option and that you're still working and it sounds like you like you do. And if you're over age 50, you get that extra added bump. So I would take a look at that. Okay. There's some direction for you, Doug. And congrats again on the raise. If you're going through a similar situation or have a different question on your mind that you'd like to run by, Scott, you can do so publicly. Uh, But you can also talk one-on-one if that's the best way for you and and certainly can get you more direct advice. Go to talkwithscott.net to schedule your time to visit with Scott. That's talkwithscott.net. And you can find that link in the description of today's show. Or call 888-742-0111 to get in touch as well. That'll wrap up this edition of the Retirement Toolbox. For Scott Searles, I'm Walter Storholt. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Investment advisory services provided by Skybox Asset Management, LLC.